It's like Among Us. It's like Among Us, but, but it's an alien. actual alien yes. around. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Except Among Us is based on The Thing. Yes, which it, is... Because it's an imposter. My favorite movie. Alien is an imposter. It's not disguised. It's just trying it's to eat just, you. Yeah, it's The just Thing is trying to be like, no, <laughs> it's not me. Welcome back to Square Horror. I'm your Jacob Spook, Danny. I'm your master of ceremonies, and we're going to keep talking about Alien, and I'm sorry that we missed last week. Things got a little hectic around here for us. God, it sucks, show. man. I mean, I was sick for like five That's days. That's true. <laughs> um, but also, mainly that. Mainly yeah. the show, because we didn't even get a chance to watch this movie until today. Until about... 20 minutes ago. So, to make it up, and we'll get more into it on the end of the episode, but we have a lot of uh, bonus, bonus content ready stuff. to freaking come at you and just flood your face. We got so <laughs> much stuff ready to go. Uh, so, But we gotta keep talking about Alien. <laughs> yes, so today we're talking about Alien 3, also known as Alien Cubed. Yeah, Cubed. Because it's, it's an awkward 3 in the like Alien an to the third power. Yeah. <laughs> But there's only an alien to the one power. Yeah, there's, there's only one there's alien. An alien. So I think that's something cool to talk about. Because while we, so the reason we're doing all of them is because it's a uh, act. It's action horror. There's a franchise. Yes. Alien Three is less action than Aliens, but is more. It's 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 also less horror like horror than, than alien. alien. So it's this it's this perfect like zenith of like monster movie meets like. It's like what, um, like Lake, like Lake Placid, Anaconda, Predator, those type of monster horror movies when they're mm -hmm. more just like, at first it starts killing people and no one really knows what it's about and then they all like band together to try to kill it. Yeah. Like there's a lot of that towards the last like quarter of it. Well, yeah, and I feel like, I don't want to dis, I don't want to dig on this movie, but I feel like. Of the three we've watched so far, this is the most generic monster movie that the Alien franchise has This gone is the into. worst one so far, but that's not saying it's a really bad movie. Yes. Yeah. Because Aliens and Alien are amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, okay. We, I, I think I mentioned in the, in the Aliens episode that all of this time that Ripley is going to be doing stuff over these movies, it's all about a month of time for her. Well, yeah, I saw it's like a week after Aliens is when this takes place. Well, and to her, she just woke up and Alien 3 is happening. Correct. So it, it's constant. It's, a, it's about a month over a span of about 56 years mm -hmm. of just killing aliens. Yeah. Well, yeah, she has that line in this movie where it's like, I've been dealing with this for so long, I don't remember anything before I don't remember it. life without this bullshit dick dome alien yeah. thing. <laughs> so, in this one, it says, After her last encounter, Ellen Ripley crash lands on Fiorina 161, a maximum security prison that's all for men. It's, it's yeah. for YY chromosome offenders, which is fake science for it. They're super aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, when a series of strange and deadly events occur, the An alien, alien, shortly after her arrival, Ripley realizes that she has brought along an unwelcome visitor. She realizes that immediately. Oh, yeah. She's... She wakes up and goes, oh, shit, there's one around, like, there's one in here. Yeah, she's got, like, her xenomorph senses tingling. Like, she just knows. Which, and it's strange, I think it's one of the things, you, you're gonna get into it a bit later about the... 
the clusterfuck that was making this movie, oh, but it seemed God. like David Fincher, who directed this movie, David Fincher is a big because he directed Zodiac, Gone Girl, The Social Network, and Seven. Yeah. Just to name the first four things on his IMDb. Like, David Fincher is an extremely prolific, great visual director. Well, this was his first movie. Yeah. Like, he's he did the um, the Daniel Craig girl with the dragon tattoo. He did the Curious Case did of Benjamin really? Button. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, he... And he's done a lot of very intense music videos, too, it looks like. He also directed Fight Club. Which is, I think, oh why that God. one guy That's shows why up he's later. There. <laughs> yeah, there's a, one of the characters. I don't remember. He's not really named in the movie, but it's an actor by the name of Holt McCallany. Holt McCallany. He shows up. He's one of the dudes in Fight Club. He's one of the guys in the uh, Project Mayhem. Yeah. But he, most notably, recently, he's been one of the main two FBI agents in uh, Mind Hunter. Oh, that's right. You were telling yeah, me about Mind that. Yeah, Mind Hunter, which, and he rules in it he's he's awesome uh he also showed up in the regular justice league for about two seconds at the beginning of the movie <laughs> so check in next month to see if he shows up in the snyder cut i guarantee no because <laughs> that scene was a, a five percent amount of fun that's true and zack snyder got the fuck out of that no no fun in my movie no fun in my four-hour-long superhero movie. It's all about darkness and how many characters I could wedge in <laughs> and still break the budget. Anyway, so Alien 3. So, what was I saying about David Fitch? Yeah, he was, um, I feel like part of the his problem with how he wanted to make it a specific way, um, it was like, uh, so he, he said like the, the studio was like on his ass changing shit. His vision was completely corrupted, all oh, of that yeah. sort of thing. So I think that what's weird is the fact that Ripley doesn't want to tell anyone that the aliens are there, which is very yeah. odd considering that in Aliens it was everything she would say. It's like you guys don't get it. It's a fucking dangerous alien. We need to get ready to go. Um, and now it's it's a she doesn't want to tell them at all. I I don't get it. It's it's a, that's what I'm saying. I think it's yeah. a weird choice that they're like, no, she's gotta and. I'll get to it a little bit later, but my main note for Ripley in this movie is it's the only time that she is viewed sexually or addressed sexually at all. In the series. Which is a weird note to go off of, especially after a character that you've done a lot of time desexualizing. Yeah. Um, it's just a, I, it definitely is just a dumb studio choice because they're just Absolutely. like, let's just make it this, you know, they don't really care or know what made the movies awesome in the first place. No, they just saw that it made money and they Which, needed a hit at, yeah. at, in, t- in 1992. Well, and it's a strange choice because it was co-produced by the Sig Weaves. She put money into it and was like, I want this to get made. And they were just like, no, your name gets to be on it. The Sig Weaves. Yeah, the Sig Weaves. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver is a mouthful, and my mouth has to move all shapes and sizes just to get to the top and bottom of all those words. So I can say the Sig Weaves. That's it. Okay, I like it. I think she would like it too. I think she would. I, she's the type I think that I, would enjoy it. I'm Sig Weaves. No, no, no. Like if I said it to her, or she like found out I said it about her, she'd be like, "That's cool." <laughs> All right, so that, I just those were the two big <laughs> names that were involved in in, in getting it out. Uh, I mean, the original creators obviously had no, you know, no like problem. say in anything really. Like they just well because they did approach Ridley Scott to direct this movie, and he basically was like, "So if I'm gonna come back, 
I want to make a movie about the Xenomorph's origin. And, and they oh. were like, no, that's too expensive. So he said, I'll wait 20 years and release it myself. Yeah, that's definitely, I mean, it's not really a spoiler alert, but that's what Prometheus is about. And then it's immediately followed up by Alien, Alien Covenant. Covenant. And I think he's trying to make another one. Okay. So, like, Ridley Scott really wants to tell you how, like, life began. And he, he really wants you to know his, like, existential philosophies about the nature of life and if there's a god or not. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want to see aliens <laughs> kill things. I don't really care. Like, Michael Fassbender is very good in those movies. Mm -hmm. But I don't really care. I want to see <laughs> aliens kill things. Um, so, as we kind of mentioned, Ripley crashes onto this all-male prison monastery planet. Mm-hmm. Um, her two... Well, all of her escapee friends from Aliens are... They were written, Horrifically killed off-screen. They, they are written off the movie. Like, in one scene, they're just like, yeah, um, Newt, Bishop, and Hicks were all killed. And, yeah. Like, just, whoops, in a crash of the ship. Because, like, they deployed life support pods uh, from their wherever ship they were piloting. Mm -hmm. um, Newt horrifically drowns in her cryogenic fluid. Yeah, that's just... Oh. Like, it's not shown, but they show you the autopsy in, like, painstaking you, detail. Yeah, they do a... They don't, like, show it's the It's not autopsy, like Saw 4 autopsy, but, but it's still an autopsy of an eight-year-old girl. Of a young girl, and it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not cool. And you you mentioned that they cut down on it. Yeah, apparently they originally had a lot longer autopsy, but it was literally making the editor sick to edit it, and they were just like, we're gonna cut this down. Maybe they should have brought some of those patented alien barf bags. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I could get a barf bag from a movie like this, it'd be so cool. If anyone has a line or knows anyone that has a line, apparently there was a run of time when theaters would uh, have custom barf themed bags. Barf yeah, themed bags. barf bags for uh, particularly gruesome horror movies. We found some that were, it was from The Exorcist, it was signed by Linda Blair. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee there were ones for Alien, because I remember hearing the stories about people were, you know, getting sick from mm -hmm. listening from watching the chestburster scene so like i know that alien is one of them uh, i bet probably texas chancellor massacre you oh, probably yeah. got you know all those weird david uh not david lynch who's the guy that does all the weird body horror stuff he made society oh you know oh, who i'm talking about I know who you're talking about he made society he made um all those weird like um like bug effects for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and yeah. uh, something else. I God, also, they I can't definitely remember had his one name. For the Fly. I guarantee. I, no, it. it's whoever directed The Fly. Yeah, David Cronenberg. I it. think. Yeah. No, that's not no, right. Okay. It's David Cronenberg is the guy. I think he did The Fly, but it was It was more like. Yeah, Cronenberg did Yeah, Cronenberg. But who did those, like, weird effects for society? I'm just going to look up society, and then we'll get back to Alien. Society was this is not Brian Yuzna? Uh, like, I don't know. Maybe look in, like, makeup department? Like, reanimator? That It's, like, those kind of gross movies. Uh, makeup Nick Benson. No. Oh, my God. It's going to kill me. Screaming, Screaming Mad, Mad George, George, maybe. I think that might have been the guy. Oh, man. Uh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what were we even talking about? <laughs> uh, the autopsy. Um, and all the, her friends from Aliens being dead. I know, but... Okay, well, I guess that's going to get back... That's going to be the closest back on track we're going to go. Um, but yeah, but they just they just killed off all these people. Um, it's... and it, 
the gore doesn't really stop there. No. Like, <laughs> there's just... I think this has some of the more interesting kills it was... because we haven't seen them before. Yeah, but, I mean, Alien isn't that gory of a movie generally. No. No, which is bizarre. All. And, like, even if it is gory, it's only there for, like, a little while. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's intense. And some of it's done to a dog. <laughs> in, like, <sighs> in gross, like... The guy that did the effects for, like, the thing detail. It, okay. I'm going to find his name out tomorrow morning, and I'm going to fucking be so mad. When we'll, we do we'll our, put it in the description. We'll put it in either the description or in one of the next four episodes we're going to make this weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really not fun to see, like, the, aftermer- the aftermath of a um, face hugger on a dog. No. I really didn't like it. Well, and I came downstairs as it was chest bursting from the dog, and you really did not have a good time with no, that. No, I didn't like it. It was, like, <laughs> kind of... It was messing with my head. Well, and so... And what's interesting, so... You know, how can they take it up? you got the first movie, you introduce the xenomorph. The second movie, you have the queen, and you have a bunch of xenomorphs. So what can you do this movie? And they're like, well, what if a facehugger went onto a dog? And... While it doesn't look like a dog, it which looks it like... almost did, <laughs> telling about that. So initially, before they decided to go with a rod puppet for when it was first emerging from the fake dog, they just put a costume to make a dog look like an alien with a muzzle on it. <laughs> I just imagine like those really like small like pit bull costumes, <laughs> and it's just flopping around like it's clear dog face. It's just hello. <laughs> Well, and they ended up changing it because they thought it looked too comical. But a part of me kind of wants to see. Yeah, like, because first when shot it of runs after people, it's not like a xenomorph chasing down prey. It's a dog running after someone with food. Yeah, like it's not running very threateningly. It's a dog. But they do. I mean, it's that thing that they get into. I'm sure a lot of in Alien Covenant is uh, the the different not even evolutionary, but just the way that it separates down the like animal hierarchy i guess mm-hmm. like it's a weird like it's this parasite that ada- its offspring is adaptive of the host dna so yes. in this case a dog is the base life form for this xenomorph outfit so it's it's basically just a xenomorph with inverted bent knees and it yeah. runs on all fours it's still like the size and yeah it's still human xeno- yeah long. and human xenomorphs still run on all fours it just does it more efficient like, only like it yeah. only it can't stand up it's still got a big ass tail like it's it's still just a xenomorph mm-hmm. probably because they're like we really we gambled can't... on the dog looking like a xenomorph yeah when we dressed it up <laughs> so i we don't have a whole lot of action alien wise for a bit yeah it takes a while to get into the, the more action horror elements of this movie. But what they do have is a lot of... They they focus a lot more on characters this movie than they did in the others. Definitely. Aliens, it relied more on the individual scenes being carried just by, like, one or two big lines. So you remember those characters because, like, that's... Game over. Yeah, like, I remember, I remember him because of Game Over. And then the first movie, like, I remember that William Hurt... Gets just Gets just bursted. So this one, I don't know if the studios were like, we want people to like everyone more. So they mm-hmm. cast pretty much, like, they just cast a bunch of men 
to yeah. be prisoners. Mm-hmm. Like, their personalities are all relatively the same, except for Charles Dance, who's playing Charles Dance. Yeah. So I got ex- I get excited because Charles Dance is Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones. He's also been in the Imitation Game, Pride and Prejudice, and Zombies, and lately he's been in The Crown in the That's last, right. in, like, the most recent season. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also in uh, Underworld. He's one of the three vampire uh, hierarchy dudes. He's definitely the primary antagonist in, I believe, Awakening and definitely Blood Wars. Okay. Um, when four from Divergent shows up. Really? Yeah. Get ready for Underworld. It's going to make you horny. <laughs> Not you specifically, but like the listeners. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Kate Blanchett's very attractive. Kate Beckinsale, sorry, is very attractive. Anyway. Anyway, so Charles Dance is killing it in this movie because you know he's Charles Dance. Um, you got Charles S. Dutton who is uh, playing Dylan, who's the I don't know what his role was. It was just priest. Yeah, he I was think, like the most religious. They were kind of hard to figure out specifically differences. I mean, he was the one with glasses on. That was his biggest. Yeah, and Charles Dance was Clemens, and Clemens had a British accent and was the doctor. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, Charles S. Dutton. I it was killing me the whole movie. I, I remembered once we right before we started recording, he was in an episode of The Sopranos, because that's what I was doing all winter break was watching <laughs> The Sopranos. Um, you also got Paul McGann as Gallic, who's been in a lot of BBC stuff. He's also been in Queen of the Dam, which I'm sure we'll get to one day when we yes. talk about Interview with a Vampire. Um, there's just a lot of generic just dudes. Yeah. Um, Lance Henriksen is Bishop again, mm-hmm. but not as an android. So he shows up for a little while at the end of the movie, as his human counterpart. Yeah, as the person who designed the bishop androids. Yeah, that's like if you've seen Prometheus, like if Michael Fassbender, as a human being, met Michael Fassbender, from, who was the robot from Prometheus. I think that actually is a point in the movie. It doesn't matter. Um, as I said, Holt McCallany is just a prisoner. There's yep. a bunch of just prisoners. Yeah. Um, a lot of, they also got Pete Postlewaite, who was in Jurassic... No, Lost World, Jurassic Park 2. Okay. Um, he also... Did you, did you see James and the Giant Peach? I have not. Good. <laughs> like, not that it's bad, but, like... You'll just... When you do, you'll be like, that's another movie of like that made you the way you are. Uh, like, I you know when you watch a movie from someone's childhood, and you're like, this explains a lot. Yes. I think this will be one of them. Okay. Like, it was one of the reasons for the longest time I was afraid of older women. Like, like, like old aunt age. Because uh-huh. he's got two very mean aunts in it. We're not talking about James the Giant Peach. <laughs> by Roald Dahl. <laughs> Just anyway, checked it on our horror podcast for. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of day we're having. It's true. I mean, James the Giant Peach, objectively horrifying. I want to have a little, like, <laughs> like a whole, like, arc of, like, a couple weeks where we just go through the movies that scared us the most as children. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Because, like, they wouldn't even be horror movies. They would just be weird, half-remembered childhood dreams that made you uncomfortable somehow. Mm-hmm. And the thought of that is terrifying beyond belief to me. Like, way more so than anything that we're ever going to cover on this, oh, this, on this show. Be, that's going to be fun. <laughs> no, it won't be. I think I'll be crying in a corner by the end of it. <laughs> Maybe we'll have Kevin on and he'll be like, pull yourself together. <laughs> uh, so... Charles Dance in it. Mm-hmm. Ripley has 
for some strange reason, decided not to disclose with this medical officer that there is a very contagious alien life form that will not stop until it kills everybody it sees. Mm-hmm. And has decided in a, a departure from both movies to kind of contain an outbreak. Like, we gotta look for it. You know, they're not involving the prisoners as of yet. Which culminates in the best scene in the movie when there's... So they have no weapons because it's a prison, like, more of a religious monastery type mm-hmm. of, of era. So they have no weapons. They have, like, a couple of axes yeah, and maybe have, like, some like, kitchen axes. knives. Yeah, So they're screwed. Mm-hmm. You know, and none of the prisoners are really on the level until they see it kill the warden in front of them and just like throw him like it pulls him down into like a, a shaft and they're just fuck yeah <laughs> like he just it's, yeah he just stands on a table and goes fuck like jesus christ oh god i haven't seen a woman in years let alone whatever the fuck that is yeah. supposed to be <laughs> well then they're like hey dude you're the second in command. You're up now. And he's like, I can't oh, do damn it. this. Uh, so yeah, as we said, like it's more of a monster movie mm-hmm. than it than like Alien or Aliens. And it's more like a mystery because you have these people that are like not really sure how much they believe of it. Mm-hmm. And then once it kills someone in front of all of them, they all band together to... You know, like, they're like, okay, well, now what do we do? How do we kill it with no weapons? Like, we had this grand plan to use, you know, the the war conditions they they live in to trap and, and kill it. Mm-hmm. Which takes an, an enormous amount of, you know, cooper- not cooperation, but, like, organization. Coordination? Yeah, coordination. Because, I mean, there's only maybe 20 of them. Yeah, I think because it, it, it's twenty five. Yeah, it's like top. a skeleton crew of uh, of people. So the alien is still keeping that like isolationy, very few amount of people mm-hmm. numbers to keep that. You know, because if you have like a hundred people, it's maybe not as threatening because yeah. there's more of you that can fight it. But if you, it's like it's a balance out. Like how many humans is one xenomorph? Like up against yeah. It's like, you know, like, what's the balance? It's yeah. like a, no more than, like, a dozen or so, and mm-hmm. then you get one. Uh, so I would say that this movie does switch to action when they start putting that plan in place to trap it. I would definitely so, like, agree with this that. This still falls in action horror because it does eventually get to that point. Yeah, it just doesn't do it from the get-go kind of like how Aliens did. No, yeah. And even when there's no alien, it's doing a lot to build, like, a normal type of action movie for the time which is focus on these human relationships so we can justify all of this silly action later mm-hmm. which you know they don't really do anymore well yeah and i think i think there's a lot of validity comparing this movie to terminator 2 judgment day that's great. not only in the <laughs> ending but with just with how they deal with their character interactions throughout the movie and she's almost, for all intents and purposes, like a reprogrammed Ripley anyway. Yeah. It's like, not like actually, but she's that same she's, sort of she, thing. Yeah, she's like the equivalent to the T-800 talking to John Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so do you want to talk a little bit about the the making of it and so, how fucking it <laughs> So in, ni- in the early 90s, Fox was going through a really rough time, and they really just wanted a successful movie that they knew they could bank on. Have they never so just, they... like, been secure? 
for like one goddamn second? <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe it's because they're all bad at business. And they're like, no, 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 we know what to do. Keep buying horrible TV shows and investing in dumb shit sequels. Why are we losing money? But yeah, so... <laughs> They decided to put a release date for this movie before they had set a plot outline or had a finished script. So when they announced this movie, they had no idea what they were going to do with it. And it went through like four different writers, and they offered both Ridley Scott and James Cameron an opportunity to direct it, and they both said no. So they turned to... uh, (laughs) Someone who will become the greatest director of, like, the early 2000s. They turned to David Fincher, who has not directed a movie before, so he's like, sure, I'm gung-ho with Fox. Little did he know. I think it what it looked like from his resume at the time, he'd done a lot of very strikingly visual music videos at the time. Like, he did mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails. Like, he had okay. done, you know, sort of like the 90s rock band music video, and I think that's what Fox wanted the look of this to be. Okay. So, like, I definitely can see where he was coming from, but I think that, un- like, uh, you know, little did they know that he was like, I actually want to make movies and make them look good, not like a music video. Yeah. Well, and he ended up spending about two years on the project between filming and editing. He ended up getting fired three times by the studio and getting brought back. God. And the production was just so studio-interfered because, like, there were shots he needed for his movie that they were just like, hey, you can't shoot that. And so he took a camera by himself, took Sigourney Weaver downstairs, and they just filmed it in the set. I, well, it's definitely is because he's like, okay, we've got, you know, this going on with Ripley towards the end when, you know, there's a, now of a looming threat of an alien embryo, uh, an alien queen embryo. Yes. Um, and they needed her to... to confirm it Mm -hmm. and so then he's like okay and then we do this scene like well what do you mean you've just said it he's like well no she's got to confirm it like no you don't need to do that you can just say it so he's like no i'm going to confirm it because i'm a storyteller i know what i'm doing yes well and the budget for this movie ended up getting really changed because like at the beginning since it was constantly going through rewrites they spent seven million dollars on sets they never even ended up using that's absurd and the movie had a budget of 45 million dollars that after the reshoots ended up jumping to 65 million dollars they spent 20 million dollars on reshoots and editing this movie that's how you know it's it's never gonna be good because it's that classic i mean it's what video games are doing right now where Mm -hmm. they're catering to a deadline and they're like, well, we don't have to work on it a lot. We can just fix a lot of it in post. And it's like, yeah. well, you can't patch in, in a video game case or edit in a movie case on top of shit or on top of something that's not there. Yeah. Like, you need a good base first, and then you can work on it. Like, mm-hmm. So maybe if you didn't give yourself a deadline, you could, cr- you could finish it and then fix it later instead yes. of going... Well, here's what it's gonna be. We'll just slowly get to that point. Well, and the studio ended up about ten years later asking David Fincher <laughs> right. to make a director's cut because they were doing the um, the quadrilogy, the yeah. quadrilogy, and they all got director's cuts. And he turned to the studio and basically went, "If you want me to make a director's cut, we need to burn the negatives and start over." I just want to because it's not my movie anymore. I mean, curious that I mean that's literally what the Snyder cut of Justice League is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that. 
part of the time that, like, the studio truly thought it was just a director's cut of Justice League. I'm like, no, this is going to be a full different movie. Yeah. Like, there will be no similarities. Well, and, like, in 1992, there were the L.A. riots that were going on. Oh, God. And David Fincher hoped that the building would be burned down so they would lose the movie. <laughs> That'd be so he was great. so disappointed with it That's by the end. That's so funny. Which I think is kind of hilarious. It came out in 92 or 93? 92. Okay. So, yeah, it's like, please, God. So just, come on. It's like, a man, I'll go down there and I'll incite arson <laughs> to be like, Ed, burn that studio down. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's I. that sucks. I mean, and we kind of got into it a little bit with... Uh, with Halloween and it, we will do it again with Friday the 13th, but I feel like most of the time when it's a studio, the the best you can do is just like, like this, just be like, I hope that it just fucking burns to the ground. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't want to care about this movie anymore. Yeah. Like I just don't care. Like mm-hmm. you want to make Michael Myers like, res- like rune weakness. Fine. I don't give a shit. Just fucking make it. I don't care. Yeah. Like just can we be done with this movie? Oh, man. So this at least and i think i want to give him credit it's still a decent movie it's yes. still a very good monster in action movie for that time yeah it's definitely still enjoyable yeah and the set as a whole is awesome most of the movie is in like big you know industrial air shafts yeah. and it's very claustrophobic very alien it's mm-hmm. like it's it's a good like a spiritual successor to it like yeah you know you had your your dark you know spaceship you had your your cavernous colony you had uh and now you have this like derelict prison planets so like it's it's hitting all of the the like alien environmental cues yeah all the mark like in uh, if you got an alien bingo card it's like wet abandoned industrial whatever it's always so wet dude and even this one like when they did the close-up on it you're like it's Soaking it's wet, dripping. like they they dipped the puppet in water and then pulled it out mm. and shot it. Well, yeah, and I do. I love. That's one of my favorite things from this movie is that shot of Ripley just yeah, co- just cowering next to a wall while the xenomorph head just slides yeah. into frame. It's the probably the one thing that you may know from Alien Three. It, even as like a meme, is just it's Ripley, like you said, like cowering away from this huge wet huge tooth dripping like alien Mm -hmm. which then decides not to kill her which is cool because clearly she would be dead oh yeah absolutely it it would be dead well and they don't get into it then but they get into it later as to why it it straight Uh up refuses to kill her even when she begins to antagonize it yeah she she does the predator of like i'm here come on kill Kill me." me Yeah. Uh, so, and I think that might be where they got the idea for for Alien Resurrection is they want to be like, well, wait, what if that did happen? Yeah. And we'll talk about it with Resurrection. Uh, I'll I'll leave it at that yeah. for this one. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, my whole last note was just that that spoiler, but so I won't talk about it. But mm-hmm. it, it was interesting that the movie just ended there. Yeah. Like. It truly was like, cool, it's done, bye. We're done. Like, I've made the movie. Yeah. It, <laughs> from the end of this movie, it doesn't seem like there should be another. I think he truly was like, you wanted your third movie? There's your goddamn third movie. Yeah. It's over now, you're done. You don't get any more. <laughs> 
and lo and behold. And they're like, what if we did, though? And, like, five years later, I think, is when Resurrection came yeah, out. Yeah, I think it was either 98 or, like, 2000 or something. It was, like, 97. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. about five years later, they were like, ha, 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 we gotcha. And speaking of gotcha, uh, we're going to get got tonight. With this alien isolation. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Have we talked about it at all on the show yet? Well, I think a little Okay, bit. so do you want to go ahead and talk about it? So, um, for our first bonus episode of this weekend, which we're hoping to get, I think, two or three out this oh, you, over wait, the next just week. Just wait for all the bonus content you're about to, uh-huh. the bonus content you're So about tonight, to get. we're going to wait until it gets nice and dark outside so we can fit the atmosphere. So like now. So I'm like... It's already. I know <laughs> we're waiting for people to show because we're gonna have a live audience for this one. Yes, uh, um, people that are already in our bubble, so it's, yes. it's safe. Um, so we will be playing the video game Alien Isolation on PlayStation Four, where the alien in the game <laughs> learns your techniques and learns to go against them. So you have to find new ways to avoid getting murdered by an alien. So you ever said? I could survive the alien. It's time for us to find out. This game said, nut up, buddy. (laughs) And I'm very scared, because I'm already not very good at survival games, and I feel like I'd be even less good if I'm like, can I just fight it? And it's like, no, you can't. And I'm like, well, use that bar and I'll beat it. And they're like, there's no option for that. I'm like, well, I don't know what to do then, man. (laughs) That's how I would do it if it was me. So that's why you're going to be playing it's it. It's going to be some strategize. I'm going to be playing it, and I'm going to use you for strategy. It'll be me yelling at you a lot. Being like, go over there! Oh, shit! Look out! Like, I'll be no help at all. Oh, yeah. And what we're going to do is we're going to record it, the our whole session. We'll probably play about, like, two hours or so of it. Yeah. They, like, I don't even know how the game is set up, if there's, like, I chapters think, yeah. or a story even. I don't know. Or if it's something like a Five Nights at Freddy's where it's just go until you die. Like, I don't yeah. even know if there is a story at all. Yeah. Um. So well, we're going to be recording it. And, and then, then I'm gonna be <laughs> editing down some highlights for yeah. us. So I mean, I think <laughs> I don't know about you, but uh, if my f- mother is listening to the show, maybe don't listen to that episode. <laughs> I feel like I mean, I don't. You know me when I when I play a game, I get frustrated. I get very quiet. Yeah. But if I'm like scared, I'll I'll use colorful language. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is really going to remind me of when me and my sisters growing up would play New Super Mario Bros. on the Wii That's together. That's awesome. <laughs> because we would just scream at each other, and more importantly, the TV. Oh, me and Zach and Sean did that too. Oh, man. Well, and I was sibling screaming time. That sounds <laughs> yeah. spectacular. <laughs> well, and I mean, they haven't heard it yet, and we're going to readdress it in a couple months, but uh, the last time we played a survival game together it was the Saw game, and we know how we were. Could you imagine if someone recorded us during that? We wouldn't have friends anymore. <laughs> it was bad. We were we were struggling, mad, dude. And I think, oh my god, someone was over. It was Taylor. Oh god, Taylor was over and just <laughs> frightened yeah. of us. So, and speaking of Five Nights at Freddy's, we're also going to. Now we're not going to play it, but no. A uh, this is the first. I first. I think our first horror movie drop of 2021. Yeah. Uh, I mean, little little things came up first, but we're going to get to that in a second. Yes. Um, but what we're going to do is uh, we're going to cover something called Willy's Wonderland, which drops today. Today, which is kind of like a Five Nights at Freddy's redux with Nicolas Cage. And I'm sure I'm going to talk about it when we discuss it, but first of all, from watching that trailer, it's first of all, hype. So also, fun. looks pretty scary, legitimately. Yeah. 
But also it feels like, okay, so every time something's successful, mm-hmm. immediately Hollywood's like, make a movie out of it. And they're like, you can't make a movie out of it. It's like, make a movie out of it. The GameStop stuff right now. Well, exactly. So it's just, I mean, there's been 130 Five Nights at Freddy's games or whatever. Oh, yeah. And immediately everyone was trying to make a movie. And I think at least two were, like, greenlit. Like, Wait, pe- like this one, there's the banana something? No, 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 no. Like, straight up oh, a straight Five up Nights at Freddy's movie oh, okay. that is happening. I don't mm-hmm. know when or who it was because I remember X and Y producers wanted to do it. And, like, hundreds of scripts probably flooded oh, Hollywood. Sure. All these people. So they probably just took a random one. It's, they didn't t- probably bother to cobble together the best. But I feel like what this was is someone like me who's like, you want me to make a fucking Five Nights at Freddy's movie? Fine. I'm going to make my fucking Five Nights at Freddy's movies. I'm going to have your shitty, like, teenage people in it. They're going to get killed in it. All right? And adjacent, I'm going to have Mandy, the movie I <laughs> wanted to make. And they're going to happen at the same time. And Nicolas Cage is going to be there, not speaking. And he's going to kill everything. And he's going to fucking own it. Okay? That's my goddamn movie. And I'm not calling it Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm calling it... I can't call it Chuck E. Cheese. Willie's Wonderland. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I really got excited for it. I'm so excited It looks like this person's like, fuck that bullshit. I'm gonna make it cool. (laughs) And like, they're... You can tell we're gonna have so much fun with it because, yeah, he is that like quiet figure that's just gonna get shit done while the stupid teenagers so just like, there to be candid. We gotta get out of here alive. Oh my god, he's not even listening to me. And I'm like, because he doesn't give a fuck. You're already dead meat, doing. buddy. <laughs> it's gonna be, oh god, like that, and I think there's even a line in the trailer where like, they're not stuck in here with us, they're stuck in here with him. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what did you used to do for a living? And it's just like, on his arms is like, carved like, demolition man or some like, <laughs> badass shit. And they're like, oh, we shouldn't have um, gone after you. Yeah. It's like if you made From Dusk Till Dawn, but mm. the person you ensnared was Blade. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, all right, you foolish humans. And strange... Oh, shit, oh, it's Blade! No. <laughs> oh, shit, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> Throw back to that meme. That guy was in, was in uh, Jigsaw, remember? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's our next episode after Alien Isolation, and then we have a possible. Uh, we're also have a possible look at little. The little things. Things. I almost said little bighorn. Nope. Nope. The <laughs> little things. Uh, we're gonna basically watch it to see if it's horror movie type material, or at yes. least like dark crime thriller enough, mm-hmm. and then we'll probably talk about it, and then we'll get back onto Aliens to finish out the franchise With before we, Resurrection next yeah, week. Before we jump headlong into. The horrible apocalypse that is Resident Evil. <laughs> probably play more Resident Evil. We'll probably play more video games. Yes. Because um, anytime that we're going to be covering anything that has any adjacent properties like that, like we're going to play those games. Oh, yeah, because it's going to be so much fun. I mean, ever since we got the Saw game, I was like, we could make this part of the show mm-hmm. if we just played the game, too. Because then it's like, it's a horror experience. Maybe people don't like horror movies as much as they like the game. Because I know yeah. more people maybe like playing games, they like more in control. You know, you're less of an, of an observer. So, yeah, like, we'll we'll cover those games. We may even do, like, more horror games. Like, we might talk about, like, Until Dawn or something. You yeah. Know? And there's no shortage of horror games out there. So I feel like if there's ever, like, a time where, like, we got run out of movies, let's just cover a swath of, like, horror yeah. games. <laughs> be like, oh, God, we got to come back to this. <laughs> All these horror games. 
All right, so we will catch y'all later. Um, enjoy the uh, enjoy the week yeah, ahead of you. Enjoy the week ahead of you. Because I know we're going to. Yeah. So follow our Instagram at the underscore square horror podcast. Email us at uh, squarehorror at gmail dot com. Uh, the normal stuff. Yep. Curse us and rituals. Give us your firstborns. Send us requests. All that stuff. And stay spooky out there. Mm-hmm.